All right, welcome back, everybody. It is a new month and a new word. It is March, and we are here to talk about a word that's actually really fun and exciting. This is a little change up for us. We've had some that have been a little tough to talk about for a few months, so I'm excited about this one. My name's Leslie Bolser, and I am the creative director at Core Essential Values, a company that works with public schools and communities all across the country um, to find a better way of working together, of living together, and of raising school children. And I'm here with my friend, Beth Trammell, Dr. Beth, can you introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, happy March. Yeah. So um, I'm Beth Trammell, and I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East, where I'm the director of the master's in mental health counseling program. And my focus and sort of philosophy and all the work that I do to help folks grow, whether it's in my therapy office or in a workshop training or whatever I do is to help folks make words matter for good. So I focus on words and our ways of communicating with kids as grownups. And so that's why we're friends. And that's why we love words together. That's right. So Core Essentials primarily talks to children in schools, uh, but this podcast is really for families and community members to think yeah. about how the words that teachers and counselors are working with kids on in school and the behaviors that they want to see in school, how we can reinforce those and get the benefit of those, honestly, in our home lives with our children as well. So um, usually we do three podcasts for different age groups, but this month we're just doing one because we feel like this word can really be applied across the board. Um, and the word this month is cooperation. And for older kids, we describe that as working together to do more than you can do alone. Um, and for little kids, we just say, I can work together. So Beth, how do we give families some ideas or opportunities about, you know, having a cooperative family this month? Yeah. So I love this word cooperation for so many reasons. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about how, you know, many employers really want folks who can work together. You know, it's like the number one em employability skill is to be able to to work with other people. And as a college professor, I intentionally make students do group projects because one, they have to just kind of build that skill and practice that skill. Um, but also it, to, to what we're describing here, it does allow for a better project at the end. You know, I love our kind of big kid uh, description of this word of cooperation that when we work together, we can do bigger, better, more things. Um, and so I love this word. But when I think about cooperation from a family perspective, I really do think about what is um, what are the things that you do as a family that promote this idea of togetherness? Because really, that's that's what's at the heart of cooperation. It's togetherness. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the first thing for families to think about is kind of what are we doing and what is our, our sort of quality together time right now? So take kind of a pulse of where things are at right now first, before you step into like, I'm going to Pinterest every family trip that we should actually take together may not go out so well. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So how would you do that? How would you take a pulse? Yeah. So I have folks kind of look at their last week, their last month, um, you know, kind of just look, sit down and take intentional time to reflect on when are the times where we're physically in the same space yeah. and what is the quality of that time? So is that we're all at home and we're all in kind of separate rooms, kind of doing our own things, or is it 
we're all in one room watching the same show, which I'm not opposed to. I'm, I'm actually not opposed to any of the things that we're talking about. For me, it's more an awareness of kind of where is that quality and what do I want that to look like? Um, because just because we're physically in the same space doesn't necessarily mean we are cooperating or having togetherness or, or developing this sense of belonging or community. Yeah, for sure. So maybe taking stock of it and then looking for ways you can add in that sense of togetherness, that sense of doing something bigger than yourself or, or something more than you could do alone. Even as simple as like breaking down a, a meal and assigning different parts to people in the family so that together it all becomes something bigger. Yeah. I mean, I think about two sort of ways in a family to do this. Um, one is to have kind of the mundane things be more intentionally cooperative, you know, so maybe you have a, a family task list where everybody has a chore for the day or everybody works together to get the dishes done or everybody works together to get the, you know, the house clean. You know, when we have people over, if we ever uh, sort of host people, we call it the Tramel super clean. And yeah. so everybody has sort of this specific task that they have to work, work toward. And, and so at the heart of it, even with these mundane things, we can teach cooperation. And then, so, so I think one is like chore distribution. And I like the idea of a visual family task list so that the kids can see mom and dad also contribute, not mm -hmm. in a see, I do all the work kind of way, but really more like, hey, this is what cooperation looks like. We all work together to have the family and the household kind of work. But I think the other part beyond the mundane may be the more fun thing, right? So maybe it's once a month you plan a, a family outing of some sort that matches uh, kind of your family's personality, what you what you like to do, and then make it a cooperative sort of experience. So everybody gets to choose one thing that we do during our, our weekend, or, you know, your one, your one child gets to pick where we go for breakfast and your at your afternoon is scheduled by one of your other kids, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. I think that those are, those are really, really cool ideas. And I think, um, I think back to when my kids were younger and the fun times that the cooperative times that I remember are really, really positive sort of essential memories that I still carry along. So um, I think that's that's really neat to think about being intentional about that stuff. I'm thinking too about parents who maybe are in a co-parenting situation where they don't live in the same home and how, how much those parents or those caregivers have to cooperate in order to just do the daily activities of raising children and the handoffs and all of those things and just recognizing how much cooperation that takes and and naming that and being grateful for that i think could be really important too yeah and i think it's just a, a good reminder for folks to say in in their mind you know because i i work with sort of co-parenting situations and sometimes it can be conflictual right we don't necessarily always get along with um i mean there's a reason we're not together anymore maybe so um i think remembering that cooperation doesn't mean it's the same right so we can cooperate even if we have kind of a different idea about how things should get done so long as the task gets done at the end um so i think i think when we we kind of thread it through the lens of cooperation um, it doesn't always have to be just a certain way, which, yeah. which can be hard, right? Which can be hard sometimes. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. 
Um, the other thing I was thinking of as I thought about cooperation was how much cooperation is required in the things our kids do after school or not in school. I have one of my children is an athlete and really enjoys being on teams, um, which just inherently gives you a lessons in cooperation. Oh, yeah. Um, and then my other daughter does theater. Uh, and again, just the immense amount of work that dozens and dozens of people working together to put on a show is are, those are really fantastic lessons in cooperation. Um, and I think just having parents remember that, that it may feel like your evenings are busy, you're dropping kids off somewhere, and maybe you get a little tug at your heart that you aren't being as cooperative at home. It's, it's so true. And whether your kid is three or they're 23, they're having opportunities for lessons in cooperation all the time, whether it's the workplace or it's a team or it's, yeah, I mean, any part of their lives where other people are involved, they have the opportunity for cooperation. And, um, you know, I, I, I sort of shared this story with you before we started that my mother, I feel like one of her favorite words was cooperation. Uh, I remember having friends over and I have three siblings and I remember so many times where she would, she would say, that's cooperation. You know, we would be picking up a, a game we were playing and she'd say, that's cooperation. And, and it was kind of in that same, like, eh, you know, kind of tone, you know? And, and for me, it, it just continued to plant this seed that working together and accomplishing something together, even when I was really young, it isn't let me say it this way. I think sometimes when we think about sharing our things, right? So I'm one of four. And so we had to share everything. So it felt like I never had anything that was my own. And so we think about the word sharing and sometimes we're like, ugh, I like that word. But yeah. cooperation feels like a good word. You know, like when you when you experience cooperation and you achieve something together, yeah. it feels good. I can't think of any instance where cooperation happened that it didn't kind of end. And like, that felt good. And you kind of mentioned that too, with like thinking back about the memories of cooperation and it being good. So maybe it's even a, like a shift of, instead of, you know, maybe your lesson always being about sharing. And I think sharing is a lesson to be taught and to be learned. So I'm not taking the word sharing away, but maybe there are, maybe there are opportunities to shift the language to you all are cooperating when you let them have a turn and I get a turn. Yeah. Maybe we shift that to cooperation and, and a more positive shift. Yeah. And it's less of a handoff and more of a hands-in kind of thing, right? Yeah. like that. It, it feels more like everybody has a way to contribute and less that you're giving something up. Yeah. Isn't that so true? Like you're yeah. not giving it up. You're, 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 you're working together. Ooh, that's good right there. That's yeah. good. Yeah. But that, that and uh, we got a blog about that or something. We got to, we got to keep that somewhere. It's good. We got to talk more about that. I like it. Okay. Okay. All right. We need to wrap up, but I have one more question for you. If you can answer it, I'm going to ask you a big question and maybe we can get a short answer. I'm not sure. Oh yeah. That's how it maybe, usually works. Big question. We'll have to talk about this another time. <laughs> um, but as I think about, you know, particularly children, teenagers, preschoolers, even, and the fact that we know that they need to cooperate, we know that there are positive results from cooperation. We have positive memories of it from when it's happened well. There are times when it does not go well in the moment. Mm. There are interpersonal communications. There are frustrations. There are letdowns in your group projects that you assign. People carry more weight than others. Um, there is a lot of conflict to be had in the process of cooperation to work through. 
Can you give just a couple of nuggets of advice for parents to be able to words for them to say to their kids when their kids come home frustrated because of trying to cooperate? Yeah. So I think in any sort of working together scenario, there there's going to be frustration because people aren't going to do it the way you want them to, or they're not going to work as hard as you're working or the perception of their effort or whatever is just not necessarily going to be what we think it uh, kind of should be. And so I think there is an important balance between uh, cooperating, meaning working together to achieve an end goal, but cooperation isn't without boundaries. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have um, four kids of my own and I have one who is particularly enthusiastic about like having group projects look a certain way or achieve a certain grade. Yes. Maybe Mm -hmm. say it in that way. And so in doing so, she sometimes takes on more responsibility than maybe she should and or other people even maybe want her to. I don't know. I don't know exactly. But I think sometimes it's realizing that at the heart of cooperation is not everything has to go my way and it has to be my way. Yeah. And it isn't also other people kind of running over me, telling me I have to do all these things because we're quote working together. So I think remembering that boundaries are still an important part of working together because any interpersonal relationship should also include boundaries. And that includes group projects or working together or whatever that is. So if you have a kiddo who is struggling, reminding them of of kind of taking ownership for the part that they can take ownership for, and then maybe setting a boundary either verbally or physically kind of stepping, stepping back a little bit or, or being assertive in their communication about what their role is and what everyone else's role is or whatever that might be. So I think that that's, that's the shortest answer I can kind of give to that big issue because it will come up, right? Cooperation isn't just all peaches and roses. No, that's right. That's right. And there's a reason that employers want it so much, right? Because it, yeah. it's not necessarily natural to um, every person that they interview or to hire. And they know that it comes with a social dynamic that's difficult and personalities that may not work together well. So there's a reason that we start practicing it when they're in preschool and kindergarten and yeah. all the way up through projects in your college classes, right? Is because yeah. we know that it's it's a difficult skill to really hone and it requires a lot of emotional intelligence. So um, even though we are talking about cooperation in a really sort of rosy, positive sense. It's a skill to learn and that it's difficult, but it's a good thing to know how to do. And it's an essential thing to know how to do. Absolutely. That's right. Well, this is a great conversation. Thanks for cooperating today. I love um, that we've cooperated. have cooperated. Um, and I, I do appreciate that um, what we do in this podcast is definitely more than I could certainly do on my own. So I appreciate what you bring to the conversation and that you can share your knowledge with so many other people. So thank you for that. Um, I know that people are going to want to know more about you. How could they find more of your work? So my website is makewordsmatterforgood.com. And I actually have two podcasts now, one called Kids These Days, Need Us to Make Words Matter for Good. And the other is called Things You Learn in Therapy, where I interview other therapists about their best technique or strategy to help folks with mental wellness. That's amazing. And if you want to know more about Core Essentials, you can find us on social media at CE Values or on our website at coreessentials.org. Hey, Beth, thank you for cooperating today. It was super fun. I love cooperating with you.
I know we got a couple more words this year to get through before the school year is over. It's just going so fast now. We're at that, that point in the year where it's going so quickly. Um, but the next two are really, really great words too. So I'm excited to come back and get your perspective on those um, before we head into summer. So thank you for the conversation today and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks a lot.